Hello everyone, welcome to the well another and the final episode of Firm Returns Weekly for 2023. Um we've got largely the focus today is going to be on Warner Brothers Discovery. We've got news of an acquisition, not Paramount, um a, a much smaller one. And I'm gonna give a, a bit of an update on how Aquaman and Wonka of Aquaman 2 and Wonka have been doing in in theaters. So let's share my screen. Okay. So yeah, we found out that Warner Brothers Discovery has acquired Blue TV, which is a subscription video on demand or SVOD service in Turkey. Uh, I believe they've been around since 2016 um, and or maybe 2018. And I think they're one of the largest, The I think they are the largest streaming platform in, uh, in Turkey. And there's been a strategic sort of partnership between Discovery prior to becoming Warner Brothers Discovery and Blue TV. Uh, since 2021 and as part of this strategic partnership they originally uh, discovery originally basically acquired a 20 uh, a 35 percent stake in blue tv and with that investment there was the optionality to invest further and, and make it a full takeover um a 100 acquisition if they so wished uh, they haven't disclosed any kind of um, details of, co- you know, how much was it cost or whatever stuff like that, um, which I'm kind of surprised by. I would have thought they they would have done that, but, but yeah, they haven't given any details of that. Uh, but we know that, I mean, with that partnership they had with Discovery Plus in the past, they actually basically allowed uh, with Discovery they actually allowed Discovery Plus was available to Blue TV subscribers, and I think after the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, they uh, then started to put some HBO shows and other Warner Media films and so on uh, on the platform. Uh, but yeah, we've got a. There was a statement made by Jamie Cook, who was the general manager for the Middle East and Turkey at, at Warner Brothers Discovery, and he had to say that Turkey has been an important investment territory for us over 20 for over 20 years and the acquisition of blue tv brings turkey's first local subscription video on demand player into our portfolio the combination of compelling turkish content and a broad range of the best international series and shows from warner brothers discovery is an unbeatable recipe to be locally relevant and successful together we bring turkish audiences the most compelling viewing experience and expand the reach of Turkish content globally. So yeah, we'll have to see uh, how that works out. But they, uh, I believe, Blue TV has now expanded beyond Turkey as well. So it's available in some other Middle Eastern markets. So um, yeah, it looks like it's a, a way of expanding and getting a bit more of a foothold into that part of the world for WBD. So I also wanted to, I thought it would be good, because this is one of the 
you know, there's not much going on other than a surprise year-end acquisition here. Not much else going on, sort of business-wise, of a lot of these, uh, a lot of companies towards the end of the year. Uh, we'll have to wait till January or whatever to find out how the Christmas the holiday trading went. But uh, we did, for Warner Brothers Discovery, have a couple of movie releases, film films in the in theaters over over the Christmas and New Year period. So uh, we know the first of those was Wonka, which came out sort of the week before Christmas, I think, in the US, and it was like two weeks before Christmas in in the UK and other parts of Europe, in some of the international markets. And then the Christmas weekend, so twenty um, second, I want to say, uh, on the, yeah, twenty second, maybe twenty third, we had uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, the second Aquaman film come out so we've had a, like i say about a week or two depending on the market wonka running and then uh, before christmas and then ackerman releasing and just running over the christmas period so yeah let's have a look so so wonka has been on a real tear with worldwide the worldwide box office currently sitting at 281 million 874,489 and the expectation that it will lead this weekend's taking, so this would have been the 30th and 31st of December, I was saying this weekend. And I think it was expected to do something like 28, another 28 million just in the US. Um, and we'll see as well further down that it's been doing very well internationally. And uh, in particular, I think the top market has been the UK, which is kind of understandable given that it's based on a, a very loved, much-loved children's sort of book uh not exactly on that book but in in the world of that book it's a bit of an origin story for charlie and the chocolate factory which is written by roald dole which is a very famous british author uh so unsurprising that this is going to be a big market for it but yeah we'll uh get on to that in a minute but yeah so it's already past the 100 million mark in the u.s and it's actually, as you can see from this graph here, that so this the numbers.com provides this it's quite good box office graphs where they have like a shaded area which sort of represents the band in which 95% of all movies fall after predicted from their opening weekend. So you can see like whether they've how they're doing relative to their from relative to past movies. Um, that had the same sort of open weekend numbers. And you can see here that it's been trending into the, it's been sitting nicely towards the upper half of the sort of shaded area since release. And it's actually now broken out above the shaded area. So it's sort of in the top 5% or or higher for uh, similar m movies that had similar opening weekends. So doing really, really well. And, um, I'd expect it's already. I don't know how much marketing was done, but it's it's probably very likely to be profitable at its theatrical release even before it it goes into through the other windows. And we've got a com a uh, comparison here as well. So I've done a comparison with the Greatest Showman, which I think was the last, the mo the most recent sort of uh, musical film released over the Christmas holiday, and this was back in twenty seventeen. 
oh, I seem to recall Hugh Jackman being the the lead in that one. But you can see here that uh, so that film did about around about 175 million dollars in total in the US, and you can see that we're already uh, just on the curve here. We're already at a far steeper trajectory than that movie had. Um. So yeah, we're looking we're looking set that we could be doing at least similar numbers we'll have to see whether this rolls off. But at the moment, it's looking like a pretty good one. So it's been a bit of a good year because I think Barbie had some musical elements as well. So the two, two sort of, and I think there's also the color purple, which is coming out from one of discovery at the moment. Um, but that's a a more niche, a niche film, I think. Uh, and I think it's already sort of rolling off. But but yeah, it's kind of interesting to see as we'll see in a second. So last weekend, the Christmas weekend, we had. Um, Aquaman 2 sort of took the top spot, as you might expect, being the new release and so on that weekend. But now Wonga is actually going back and they're going to reclaim. It looks like it's going to be reclaiming the top spot for this uh, for this weekend that we're in now. So, yeah, really, uh, really quite a good, quite a good run for that film. And yeah, as I was saying about the international um, markets, it's done. So as of the 24th of December, so that was quite a while ago, the data is not as up to date as the US domestic data. It had done $38 million and $100,000 of box office ticket sales. And I'm pretty sure it, it must be well over that now. We were another we're another week ahead of that. So um and it's so it's been running all that time. And I think I could I could I could see it being after the by the end of this or well, by today, the end of this weekend comfortably 50 million or more so it's it's been doing really i mean if you just have to look at the uk if i look at my local cinema here in the uk you can see that there's sort of like it's it's a fairly small cinema so it's not a a really massive multiplex i think it's only got four screens so just take it with that context uh but they have something like five or six showings of wonka each day and and something like aquaman or um has only got one or two so yeah it's it's really the most popular movie or something that the, the movie that they think they can fill the most screenings with at the moment here in the uk um another market behind that was mexico doing particularly well as well um so yeah things uh things aren't looking quite so rosy for Ackerman and the lost kingdom uh, which didn't have the best of opening weekends with revenue of 27 million seven hundred thousand. Um, so that was the Christmas weekend. Um, so actually lower than probably we're going to get for Wonka in the coming weekend. Um, and I'm not sure about Aquaman actually, but well, there it might be a similar sort of number, 27, around about 26, 27 million again for this coming weekend. But um, yeah, it's, as I say, less than predicted for Wonka in its third weekend. So yeah, not not so great considering the production value is probably put the budget is probably about twice as high. Um, but it has shown pretty good legs um, with an above average run following its slow start. So this is another one which is actually given that's that initial opening weekend. You would have expected it to have um, a pretty mediocre, sort of fairly flat 
run after that, given that's what the his, other movies would have have done historically. But I think it's been skewed a little bit by the four day Christmas and weekend and all that kind of stuff. But um, and and New Year's Eve being on a Sunday and all the rest of it. But uh, yeah, it's basically broken out well above that, and so it is looking like it's pulling back a little bit of a recovery, and it's and it's been doing quite well in China, which is somewhere where it previously the first movie did quite well. Uh, it's broken past the thirty million dollar mark as of it's been twenty fourth or something. So pretty good opening weekend in China. In fact, I think it did a better probably opening weekend in China than it did in in the US. Um but uh, yeah it's it's well behind where the first movie was in in the US domestic box office um sales as you can see on this graph here. Yeah, I think it's going to be lucky if it, it it might break 100 it might break through 100 million just cuz there's not that much competition for this kind of movie i guess um coming in the next few weeks so it might might extend its run a bit and and break the through the hundred million but it's not going to get i doubt even it would get i'll be i'll be surprised if it even got half of the north of 350 million that the first movie did in the us and over a billion globally uh so yeah, it's not looking uh, not looking quite so good uh, for Ackerman, and I think the reviews have not been great either, and it and they're probably having a bit of an impact. But but yeah, so but I think um, on balance, uh, the success of Wonka is helping to to offset the uh, the, the worst performance of Ackerman, which I don't think was certainly in the last few months it, all the. The rhetoric has been pretty negative towards it anyway that it's not going to be i don't think anybody inside the company and the early screenings and i said were were saying that this was going to be pretty poor so it's kind of doing all right given that uh those fairly low expectations but yeah obviously it's going to be one that's maybe going to struggle to to break even i think it'll, it'll probably do fine once you start in the other windows and so on of revenue generation but it's not going to be a major success certainly not going to do anything like the numbers the first movie did but but we've got a pretty big slate for next year so um i think one of the earlier ones to look at is um june part two i think that's coming in march then we've got furiosa as well which is like a kind of prequel to mad max fury road um and then there's the second Joker film coming out, um, which also features Lady Gaga as um, as Harley Quinn, and yeah, and then there's quite a few. I think we've got True Detective TV series um, featuring oh, I can't remember her name now. The lady who played Clarice Starling in. Uh, in the original Science of the Lambs film, um, jo- Jody Jody Foster, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and, and quite a few other big, fairly big series. The um, the regime as well looks quite good. Uh, and uh, yeah, so quite a few 
fairly big things coming out and things to look forward to. And I don't think there's, I think other than Joker, I I don't think there's any other DC films coming out next year. And I think it's, it's, I don't think there's anything other than Deadpool 3 or something like that coming out from Marvel. So it's going to be a pretty, considering how many have come out this year and sort of flooded the market a bit, it's going to be a pretty sparse year next year. And the next one we're going to see from Warner Brothers Discovery is going to be um, Superman Legacy in 2025. So, yeah. and But I think there is, there is so there's the Joker and then there's the, which is of a standalone thing, quite separate from the rest of the DC universe or whatever. And then there's, um, they're doing the Penguin spin-off series from the Batman film, Matt Reeves' Batman film. And I think Matt Reeves also directing the TV series. So that's going to be another thing. And I think there's going to be a next season of House of the Dragon as well. Yeah, that's, that's another big thing. So quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of content coming out in the next year, but steering away a bit from a heavy focus on on the superheroes and um, DC whatever so that's going to be more spread out and uh, on key key projects going forward I'm not sure when the Harry Potter series is going to start that might be 2025 or something as well I'm guessing they're looking to start they maybe will be filming 2024 who knows but um, and there's also the uh, new Lord of the Rings films that they were looking at as well i think there's um, an animated one war of the rohirrim coming out in 2024 so yeah there's quite a lot of good stuff quite a lot of good stuff um set for next year so and that's uh yeah i can't think of anything else off the top of my head but quite a lot um yeah so i think that's pretty much going to wrap it up i've like I say, this would be obviously the last uh, episode for the year. I'm going to, I'm currently working on a write-up. I've done most of the, pretty much all the research for it now, read through all the annual reports for since its IPO in 2021, et cetera, for DSW Capital. This is a company I actually did an interview with Tristan Wayne for. I think I might have shared that interview, but you can find it on, on YouTube anyway um or i think it'll be some other podcast players as well but um i did that for the punch card investing youtube channel that interviews on there so if you want to check it out have a look at that as a sort of a little precursor for it but that will be i'll be doing a write-up having done a, a deep dive on it now um and so hopefully that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks so keep an eye out for that that'll be um I'll probably do something similar to what I did with the some of the more recent TinyBot updates in terms of video and audio. Is I'll I'll put a little sec I'll put a section into my weekly um, show. Let's say <laughs> these weekly episodes. I'll put a, a, a section in there. So you might have one that's like a bumper length episode that's an hour and a half long or or longer, and there'll be some sort of weekly some of the weekly updates for the other companies, um, but also it will be a it will feature me going through my my write up um on DSW capital and i i'm i'm quite excited by it because it i mean it really is a uh, quite an interesting company and i um 
I'm not going to be diving straight into it. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to hold off a little bit for myself and invest in, give myself a bit of a cooling off period. Um, but um, it's been a great research process and I'm, I'm quite, uh, I've certainly I'm a lot more interested uh, in, in investing myself after having done this, this research process. And it's going to be an interesting one to write up. There's some quite good stuff to say. So, um, yeah, so look out for that. We're also going to have, of course, in, I guess, so the, by the 18th, so with the first two or three weeks of January, we're going to have the results of the uh, special meeting for Tiny Build. We'll find out whether the equity raise has been passed, whether how much was raised, et cetera, from retail investors it's a little sort of final section but it's a fairly minor component just sort of would be a maximum of a couple of million compared to the 12 million that's already come been raised from alex and uh atari and uh yeah we'll yeah, we'll get a bit of closure on that and we'll be able to find out whether um hopefully we can we can move on either way uh if it, if it doesn't pass something else will Something else will happen. Um, maybe we'll we'll have to just wait and find out, see what what happens there. But um, yeah, so that that's that's quite a lot in the first month of of next year, I think, um, to look forward to. Also thinking to maybe do. I've seen a few. I know quite a few different channels, etc., and um, do sort of Q and A sessions or ask me anything sessions, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. If that is of interest um, to people, you know, let me know, and I could maybe make that something I a feature of of the. I don't know whether I'd, yeah, but maybe I would. Uh, maybe it would be part of the part of the newsletter as well. But um, certainly could be something I talk through through here. If anybody's got any particular questions they want to ask me, and I mean that, that's something you can do anytime anyway. But if if we had this particular one that the questions were then. Put into the into the, the actual newsletter or the the episode um yeah let, let me know if that's something of interest and and we can we can start doing stuff like that like scheduling um q a sessions but anyway i think that will wrap it up for this week and this year i'll see you all uh in the next episode and happy new year for everybody and uh See you then.